The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Business Feng Shui Master Kathleen Zamansky, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today I'm talking with Debbie Hoffman, and we're going to be talking about how to power up your follow-up. You're also going to hear my weekly Feng Shui tip later in the program, and today I'm going to be talking about short and long-term strategies. First, I'd like to introduce my very special guest, Debbie Hoffman, who is America's foremost authority on follow-up and founder of the Breakthrough Training Company, Power Up Your Follow-Up. She works closely with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals who aren't getting enough clients because they're not following up effectively. She helps them create a step-by-step follow-up system for their business and converts most prospects into long-term clients without feeling salesy. Debbie has a success was a successful investment banker with 20 years' experience as managing director for Wall Street firms. Her extraordinary organizational skills were instrumental in building prosperous business and relationship resulting in sales of over $25 billion. That's Yes, that's with a B. She also has extensive experience as a network marketing entrepreneur having built an international team of several thousand consultants. Debbie has authored a new book highlighting her proven follow-up system, and that's due out in this year, 2017. Welcome to the show, Debbie. Well, it's so great to be here, Kathleen. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Actually, I'd like to start out all of my interviews by asking my guests what they know or have experienced about feng shui, astrology, or auspicious timing. Well, I actually had an experience working with a feng shui uh, gal years ago when we were trying to sell our house, and it was in a bad market, (laughs) and uh, we've had those cycles in California, and so she came in, and we put the crystals and did all the different things that she wanted us to do and cleared things out, and it helped us sell our house. So I think feng shui is fascinating, and it's very interesting to me, so I love what you do. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, And that is actually one of the things that uh, my clients either call me to either sell their properties or help look at properties to see if they match up because, uh, you know, obviously when you're moving into a new building, an office, or home, what my uh, suggestion is is always move up a level or two when you're looking at your space. So wherever you're at in your life right now, if we can assess where you're at, and then take that up and notch it up one level, you're always improving your life by improving your feng shui. So um, that was a smart move on your part, too. And as you said, it was in a down market. So you you were actually were using the competitive edge of feng shui to get that done. So great job, Debbie. <laughs> so, 
So tell us a little bit about Power Up Your Follow-Up. Now, how are you prompted to even start a business like this? <laughs> well, I definitely wasn't looking for this business. What actually happened is I met a woman at an event where I had a booth for some wellness products that I was representing at the time, and she wasn't ready to make a decision, so she asked me to follow up with her, which I did for 14 months. <laughs> not, not easy to do. But she finally became a client, and one day, and I continued to follow up with her and her husband like I did with any new client, and one day she left me a message saying, Debbie, you've got to teach me your follow-up system. I suck at follow-up. I don't have a system, and you're amazing at it. We need to talk. So one thing led to the next, and we had this conversation, Kathleen, and she just said to me that no one follows up with her the way I do, that I have this gift. I need to share it with the world. People are really struggling with this. And she runs a public um, a speakers association. She's a speaker, and people. She was meeting people all the time, but they were never following up with her. So, I launched this business, and I'm just so grateful for her to her for sharing with me that I had this gift because it's just something I did naturally. I didn't know it was anything special, and I certainly had no idea that people were struggling with it. So, I'm sure your audience can relate that we all have a gift, something that we take for granted, and because we do it so well, and sometimes it takes somebody outside of us to share that, that it's something unique and special. So that's how it got started, Kathleen. I wasn't looking for it. It really just happened. Kind of fell into your lap. Well, well, two things. One, I think I even started my business that way, too, because I, was, I had a consultant come to, to my uh, place, you know, well, gosh, now it's about 15 years ago, and uh, and then I just got so enthralled in feng shui, and I started, you know, doing research and study, and then all of a sudden, you know, people are asking me, and it was like, mm, you know what, maybe there's a business here that I can can uh, you know relate to other people and helping them, and that's how I got started too. But more more importantly, back to you, I met you at an event. I guess it's probably going on a year and a half, two years ago. I'm not even sure because time flies so so quickly, but. I met you, and very approachable, um, obviously, and I uh, was very impressed with the same thing that this uh, person that you know, you didn't have to wait 14 months <laughs> for me to to react to to how fabulous your systems were, but I, I, I can say that I was very impressed by how quickly you followed up for me with me, because I have found typically, and I'm guilty of it myself, I'll go to an event grab a bunch of business cards, people either say, hey, I really want to work with you or, you know, I'm interested in your stuff. And then, you know, it's kind of the post event. Oh, my gosh, I've got all these cards. But yet I've got, you know, all these things to do, you know, immediately following and I just kind of get back into my routine. And then, oops, a month later, it's like, wow, why even bother following up? They're not even going to remember me or whatever. So I was very impressed when I first met you. And then I actually enrolled in your class that you have, which um, I, I, I still to this day have um, used some of the techniques that maybe you're going to share with us a little bit later, but, but uh, I can really relate to what you were saying about the woman that was very impressed with how quickly you followed up. So anyway, so how important do you think it is to follow up to grow your business? Well, actually, Kathleen, follow-up is fundamental, like fundamental to growing a business. Like you can't grow a business without follow-up. And what I find is that 
people are making everything else that they do in their business more important than follow-up, like creating a great website and having beautiful marketing materials and having a great program, and all these things are important, but if they're not following up, they're going to be the best-kept secret. So it is essential. And what I'm finding is that it's the missing piece of the puzzle, like this friend of mine shared with me. It's the missing piece of the puzzle, and it can literally make or break one's business. So learning these skills and how to follow up and the entire sales process, which follow-up is the sales process, it's the same thing, learning those skills can just help people's businesses to skyrocket. So it's essential. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm finding that, that more and more that that uh, that is really, you know, that, and, you know, still, I mean, you know, everybody has their strengths and weaknesses, and that's something that I could continue to, you know, hone my skills and be a little bit better with. I am going to take a moment to thank my proud sponsor, Saddler Inc. Insurance. The staff at Saddler is dedicated to giving you the best coverage at the best price. It's not a matter of if you're going to need insurance, it's when. For real customer service for all your insurance needs nationwide, please check out my sponsor, www.saddlerinc.com. That's S-A-D-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui, and when we come back, I'll continue the conversation with Debbie Hoffman talking about how to power up your follow-up. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a 5 Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it? When you were born with a unique birth map, for your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski, and we're joined by Debbie Hoffman, the follow-up queen. 
So, Debbie, what is the key to being organized in your follow-up system? Well, the first step really is to have some technology, a database, what we call a CRM. It stands for Customer Relationship Management System. And just the name alone tells you how fabulous it is because follow-up is all about creating relationships. And so having a CRM in place is the best way to be really organized with your follow-up because you store everyone's contact information in there, all the notes that you took about the person. It can, um, you can set reminders of when to follow up that person next. So this way people won't slip through the cracks. And my clients who are using a system absolutely love it. They say that they're following up with people more consistently. They're staying in touch with them longer they're getting more clients, and their business is taking off. So when people don't have a follow-up system, they're just more disorganized, and, and potential clients are slipping through the cracks. So that's step one. And then knowing what to do with it, having a follow-up, like a step-by-step follow-up blueprint so that you know what to do with the CRM. And that's where I come in. That's where I coach my clients so they know what to do, what to say, how to be at every step of the process. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about the CRM um, for just a second because there's so many options out there from, you know, very low cost to, you know, quite extensive. So if somebody, let's start with somebody who's just starting out and really has no budget. Um, and, you know, we're speaking to an international office, so they may not have some of the, the names that, you know, we are familiar with here in the United States. So if somebody's just starting out, what would you say would be like a first step of, of even moving into a contact relationship um, system? Well, there, like you said, there are so many out there, Kathleen, and it's not one size fits all. And so there are some systems that are really easy to use and get started with. What I always recommend is people have a conversation with me first, and I'll find out what their needs are, and then I'll recommend one. But you can get one from 10 to 15 to $29 a month for uh, you know, a simple, easy-to-use system. But the more you pay, the more features you get. And it's really more important, I think, to discuss what features are really important. So is it okay if we go down that, that road for a minute? Uh, absolutely. Because, you know, because I actually have a CRM that I think we're, you and I are using the, the same one, and I'm not, uh, you know, we, I, I think we're both using Infusionsoft, which I think is a global company. I know it is, actually, because I've worked yeah. with some international vendors, and it's quite expensive, but I do know that I'm certainly only using, you know, maybe like my brain, <laughs> I'm using such a fraction of what it's capable of doing. So, but yes, let's go, let's start from, you know, I'm a new, I'm a new business and just getting started. What are some of the minimal requirements that you would say? Well, you want to have a place to write, to store notes. You definitely have to have reminders so that you can set yourself an email or text or pop-up reminder. Each CRM is different. And then you want the ability to store templates because there are emails that you send out over and over and over again. And most people are just either creating them from scratch or they're looking for them somewhere in their computer. But having them stored right there makes it super easy because you're in that person's contact and there's usually a drop-down menu for templates. You pick the one you want, personalize it, and boom, it's gone in a nanosecond. So people are a lot more efficient when they have the system in place. Um, and I love the systems. Only like I only found one so far that enables you to send a text or email reminder to your prospect to remind them about the call or the meeting, whatever it is. I just love that. So those are key things. You have to have the automatic reminders, the notes, and uh, the scheduling. Those are those are key. 
Right. Templates. You, know, and you it want is, to be able to store templates. Right. And, you know, it is also about relationship building. So, you know, when you are at a live event or, you know, a meeting or something like that, you know, you're still building relationships. And I just think this is an extension of, you know, building that relationship and staying, you know, definitely in contact with them. So, and there, and there are, there's so many, you know, because technology can either be on our side or we can see it as, you know, the enemy of the moment. But, you know, kind of getting more familiar with, you know, those systems and they can, they can be of a great, great help. So, yep. And I just want to share that follow-up is all about building relationships. And when you have a system in place that automates everything for you, you're going to be more consistently in touch with people and a deeper connection will be created. So it's all about building the relationship. And that's like an underlying core philosophy of all my coaching that follow-up is about building relationships and creating value for people. Right, right. So can you tell our audience, you know, the, you know just the most basic follow-up principle that, that really is going to apply to everyone, whether you're just starting your business or you've been in business for a while and you have, you know, somewhat of a list already, what would you, what would you say are some of the basics that we all need to follow? So some of the basics are, again, starting with the CRM and then consistently scheduling time every day in your schedule for doing the follow-up. These are basic, basic things that you have to do. And then just continuing on from what I just said, to me, when you look at follow-up, about, which is all about building relationships and creating value, when you're following up with people, it's not that you're trying to get them to, to buy your stuff and you're not trying to sell, but you're trying to build relationships and collaborate. And so when people come from that mindset, which is how I coach my clients, that don't call people to try to sell them your stuff. Like when you show up at a networking event, don't even talk about what you do. Just ask about them. Find out about them. And a deeper connection and trust will be created immediately. And, of course, they're going to want to know what you do and how they can help you. But that, to me, is, is, um, is basic, basic follow-up skills. And most people go to a networking event to sell and to get clients, and, and it's a turnoff. People are, are tired of being sold to, and they're tired of going to these events and having people trying to sell them. So that, to me, is, is really fundamental to, to your follow-up program. Mm, I agree. And, you know, I've heard this over and over again that, you know, when you go to a networking event, you know, who here came to buy something? That's not your reason to yeah. go to a networking event is to buy something. So keep that in mind that people are also not thinking that, oh, my gosh, just because I showed up, they're going to be buying, you know, a big feng shui package or a, a timing package from me because I showed up. That's not really the purpose you know, there might be that that pain point that you might see within a person, but that should happen after. That's that's where, you know, follow up in the relationship building and discovering more about them. That's really gonna, you know, help help them um close that sale um eventually. And so that's a that's great advice. Don't don't go to an event just to sell. Because you're exactly. not there for that reason either. <laughs> exactly. Go, go to come from a place of service and see how you can help them. And it's just the laws of the universe. It just will all come back to you. So I actually, I know this sounds crazy, but I share with my clients is, is, is don't talk about what you do and then you'll get more clients. <laughs> it's like crazy, huh? It's, yeah. It's a different yeah, way of yeah. looking at things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and when, I, when I am at um, various events, I will also 
you know, when people ask me, you know, what do I do? And I'll tell them, you know, I'm kind of a space detective, if you will. And, and uh-huh. that, you know, kind of opens up another question. And, and then I talk about their space, like what's going on in your space? So have them under, always take it back to them. Always take it back to them. Right. So that's something that, exactly. yeah, you know, will, will release some of that pressure as well of you trying to sell because it ends up selling itself, um, if the case may be. So, so exactly. How do you feel um, the importance of referrals are to growing your business? Oh, my God. This is probably the number one mistake. I call it the number one leak that most entrepreneurs have that are costing them like thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars, because referrals are the most powerful source of business because they come from a credible third party, someone that's had, you know, experienced the benefits of doing business with you. And Mm -hmm. the statistics show that, your chances of having someone say yes that comes from a referral improves by 300% over someone who's not referred. So you can either talk to 20 people and get one client or six people and get one client. So referrals are key, and people are spending so much time trying to get new clients that they're forgetting about asking their current clients for referrals. I, whenever I speak, Kathleen, I ask people to raise their hand if they're consistently asking their clients for referrals and hardly any hands ever go up. So it's the most overlooked part of people's businesses. And people, You're sitting on a gold mine. You've got clients who are happy. They love you. Hopefully you've provided good service or good product and they love you. They want to refer people to you. We just have to train them how to do it and give them the language on what to say on our behalf. But it's essential. It's so much easier to get, to get a new client from a referral um, than from um, out of the clear blue, just from a networking event or cold, you know, cold markets. Even hardest, you know, that's the hardest way to go. Yeah, and I would even add on to this, and I'm sure you'll agree with this. And what is your strategies around that? That you're, you know, even equal to higher or whatever is a client that's already happy with you is willing to buy your next level of service if you offer it to them or ask them if they would want it because it's much easier to, you know, sell to somebody that's happy with you than having to start the process over and over again. So, um, first of all, do you agree with that statement? Absolutely, and I actually have a great example of that. I had a client who was a business coach, and she would uh, finish up with her client and never follow up with them and see if they wanted to, you know, do a VIP day or do another six-month coaching package with her. She wasn't asking for referrals, and she wasn't asking for testimonials. So we created a whole follow-up strategy around her calling her clients, what to say, exactly scripted everything out. She got so many referrals, and they decided to keep working with her that she had to hire more coaches. She couldn't handle all the business on her own. So talk right. about the power of going to your clients, exactly what you said. It's You're spot on. Very powerful. Yeah. So, you know, even, you know, just, just using those two strategies of following up with people that referred you and following up um, on a deeper level with someone who – can I actually share a story um, with you? Uh, I, I – uh, 
met someone at a networking event. It was actually a convention. It was a very uh, powerful convention. And one of the sponsors, I, I ended up buying a, um, a skincare uh, product, which was, um, you know, one of those, you know, um, it was multi-level, but um, I really didn't want to do that, but I, but I liked the, the product, right? And then I, uh, but then they put you automatically on this sort of auto-pay kind of thing. And this person's follow-up was so phenomenal. I even told my husband that, you know, I mean, the product's okay. It's a little bit on the pricey side for the results that I felt that I was getting. But her follow-up was so phenomenal that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stay with her for a little bit to, you know, kind of like learn, you know, how she's like nurturing me as a client because it was it was great. She was sending me these little gifts. It wasn't anything extraordinary. It was like, you know, a couple little brownie bites, and then there was a little, I don't know, a little tchotchke another month, and then she sent me like a free sample product of something that was coming up, and I just thought, oh my gosh, that's pretty incredible how she was using the follow-up with me that kept me engaged in the product when I was really actually ready to let it go. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting as well. Great story. So, okay. So, um, what would you say that many entrepreneurs, you know, they network for their businesses. So, you know, they attend lots of networking events, and I'm, I'm right in there as well. So, what's the number one tip that you, sorry? Uh, what's the number one tip that you can share with our audience about how to network more effectively? Well, we touched on it a bit before, but if you go from a place of trying to serve people and being curious and asking lots of questions and making it about them, you will get much better results. And if you go and, and try to make appointments to get together with people, to get to know each other, to, see, to learn more about each other's businesses, to see how you can support each other, you're going to get much better results because, again, you're going to build a relationship. You're not going to sell but as you meet with these people and over a cup of coffee or tea or whatever, or lunch, and you share what you do, if they're interested, they're going to go, oh, you know, I want to learn more about it. Because their defenses are down, because they know you're not there to try to sell them. You're just trying to educate each other. And then when their defenses are down, they can be more open and receptive. And if there is a good fit, they'll ask you. So it's really, you want to schedule an appointment to get together with people uh, from the event if possible. That way you don't have to play phone tag and just come from that place of service and your networking experience will be so much, much better. So we're going to just take a quick break and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. 
Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski, and if you're just tuning in, I'm talking with Debbie Hoffman, talking about how to power up your follow-up. So, Debbie, what do you think stops people from following up? One of the biggest things that stops people, Kathleen, are these fears and limiting beliefs and stories that we create, like they're not interested or they're too busy or they're smarter than me, whatever. Um, The biggest thing that I hear over and over again from potential clients and when people start working with me is that they don't want to be salesy or pushy. And they think when they follow up that that's what's happening. And so I really work with my clients on shifting that mindset. And I ask them to remember a time when they, somebody followed up with them that they hadn't heard from in a while. And, and they all say it made them feel so good that that person thought of them, that they cared enough to call after months and months had gone by. But yet they hesitate to follow up with people if it's been too long. They're uncomfortable. What are they going to think? So all these different limiting beliefs and stories um, are really the biggest thing that stops people from following up. And it's, it's an epidemic. <laughs> it's it's yeah. out there, um, and it's rampant, and it's really it's too bad. So I really I help my clients because when they're more prepared and they have a system in place, they'll be more confident, and uh, they won't hesitate to follow up. And then when I really share with them that follow-up is all about building relationships and creating value, and when you're following up more consistently, it shows that you're, you're showing up in service. That really helps them to get into action and, and let those limiting beliefs drop off. Right. So, so what is the biggest mistake you see entrepreneurs making when it comes to their follow-up? Well, one of the, one of the biggest mistakes that I see is when they come home from an event, number one, they don't call people at all or they don't mm-hmm. call them right away. And mm-hmm. even worse, they, when they have uh, a card sitting around for a month or two or three, they think that it's been too long and they don't call that person. So it just ties in exactly to what we were just talking about. That was a perfect segue. I wasn't even thinking that this was going to happen, but it was a perfect mm-hmm. segue because you can always, there are different ways to, to, to language the call or the voicemail so that it's totally fine and that the person's going to feel really good that you called. They're not going to think, oh, it's been so long, I can't believe she hasn't called me up until now. People aren't thinking that. So mm-hmm. what happens is people throw out the cards or they just leave them on the desk and they never call. And again, they're sitting on a gold mine. These are potential clients, they're potential referral partners, 
or even potential power partners. That's a huge right. mistake people make. Yeah. So have you ever found, like, the, I don't know, the cutoff point working with your clients? Because I don't believe you probably do this, but what is, like, okay, now it really is too late. Like, I've got a stack of business cards. I don't even know where they came from. I don't know. I don't remember the person's face, the conversation. I don't remember anything about it, but I have this card that somebody gave me Mm -hmm. at somewhere along the line, and I don't even know how long it has been since I got that card. When is it the time to just throw the cards away and start from scratch? I don't think there is a time because, again, if you language it well, then you can call anybody, even if you don't remember who they are and where they met. Because if you call, again, trying to see, you know, to learn more about them and see how you could support them, they're going to call you back. And it Mm -hmm. could be a great relationship. It could be a great connection. You just, you know, hadn't called before. But there's ways to leave the message or to, to talk with them when they pick up live, which doesn't happen very often these days. But when they do, to make it about them. And it will make them feel good that you thought of them. So I don't believe there ever ever is a time when you want to just say, oh, it's too late, throw out the card. You just have to know how to say it and what to say and how to be when Uh you make the call. Can you give us like a little bit of just just a real brief like scripting? Um, Like if somebody was going to send either an email. Well, let me ask you this. Is it better to call or is it better to email if I have the circumstance? That's question one. Great question. I am an old-fashioned girl, and I always coach my clients to pick up the phone and call somebody as the first contact and then follow it up with an email. Because most people, again, most people aren't following up. 48% of entrepreneurs never even make the first follow-up call. It's staggering. So if you're making a call, you're going to rise way up above the competition because most people aren't calling or following up at all. But most people email, so if you're calling, you're going to get their attention because emails get lost. They just get lost. Mm -hmm. People don't see them. But as far mm-hmm. as I know, Kathleen, people are still listening to their voicemail messages. <laughs> they're, they're seeing a message on their phone, and they're listening to it. And they'll, you'll be more apt to get their attention if you make a phone call. So I'm not, you know, most of my clients, well, I'd say 2% of my clients uh, currently are like the millennials, but they're not even going to answer a phone call. They would prefer a text. Have you worked with many millennials that that would be the preferred mode of conversation and even I think that's on the wayside. Well, um, I have been hearing this from a lot of my clients who do deal with millennials that that's their preferred method of communication so then you're going to have to, you know, you have to do what what works for them. Um, I still would recommend leaving a message and then following it up with a text. They'll respond quicker through a text Mm -hmm. to the millennials, Mm -hmm. but leaving a message, because people need to hear and feel your heart and your passion and your excitement and why you're calling, you know, the enthusiasm in in your voice when you're calling them. So I recommend doing both. Yeah. I I personally, because of my age group, if somebody sent me a text and said, hey, how you, you know, I met you at a networking, you know, that probably would not be like, a first, like, excitement for me to, like, follow up with somebody because it's just, it, I'm, not their, I'm not their target. They don't understand their target. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, you have to know. Yeah. You have to yeah. know your target audience and what their preferred method of communication is. Right, right, right. So can you give just a brief, just, just a real brief scripting of, like, I am going to make the phone call, and I'm kind of scared. Like, what would okay. be, like, a couple of things I could say? 
Okay, so you could say, hey, you know, this is, you know, I would say this is Debbie Hoffman. Um, I recently came across your card. We met at a networking event this year, and I was just thinking about you and would love to uh, connect and see, you know, learn more about each other's businesses and see how we can support each other. Please let me know if you'd like to do that. This is really friendly. Mm-hmm. You just came up, mm-hmm. you're telling the truth. You know, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I, you can even just say, I, you know, just found your card. It got buried under something. Like, you can make a joke about it. But yeah. if there's an elephant in the room, talk about it. It's like there's nothing to be embarrassed about. And, and if, again, if it's about wanting to get together and learn more about each other's businesses and see how we can support each other, you're going to get a return phone call. Right. And, and quite frankly, most people are not like you, um, Debbie, that, that, you know, to say that it got buried under something is probably the same thing the other person is experiencing as well. And maybe they're searching for your card as well. Yeah. So, oh, thank gosh. You called me because I've completely lost your card. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, it's happening to yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a quick email, what would be, um, you know, an email, a quick email that we could send to somebody if we were in that circumstance of, I've got this stack of cards and it's been, and I'm, I'm, maybe I'm scared of the no. Maybe I'm scared that somebody's going to say no to me or something, but, and that's not why I'm following up. But, okay, now I've decided I'm going to start a follow-up plan. What's a quick email that I could send to somebody? Well, again, I would recommend making the call first, and then the email can really say exactly what you said in the voicemail. I just left you a voicemail. I came across your card. We met this past year at a networking event, and again, I would love to get to know you better and see how and if and how we can support each other. Please let me know if you'd like to do that. So it's the same kind of um, message. It's a, the email will be this, very similar to the voicemail message, just confirming. Because sometimes people will respond quicker through, through, the, uh, through email. So you want to have mm-hmm. both a phone call and an email going out to them. Yeah. Can I, can I share one of the best tips that I learned from you? I, I think you told me this even the first day I met you. And I, and I, I think it's, and I use it to this day. Can I share this one? I would love to know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when somebody gives me a business card, because I do attend a lot, I do attend a lot of networking events. So I, you know, I can't remember from one week to the next where I met this particular person, and and so so what you suggested was, uh, you know, possibly even ask the person, which I do, um, is it okay if I write on your card, and I write. Everything, like I just met, you know, it was like at, you know, uh, a chamber or a BNI event or, you know, such and such, you know, women's, you know, group, whatever, whatever the case may be, I write down the date, so I timestamp it, I write down the um, event name, so when I go back, maybe even if I haven't followed up right away, at least I have that information and it helps the other person trigger what you know, where they met me as well, because they may be going through their, you know, mental databases like, who is she? I don't remember her at all. So if I kind of give those couple of things, it can, it can really help with that opening conversation. And if you remember anything about what they said, jot it on their card, which is, I don't know, they could have been talking about their dad's, you know, Fido. They could have been talking about, you know, a pain point that you might be addressing. It could be that, um, something that happened at the event that you both chuckled about or were concerned about or really gained value. But whatever it is, just write that one salient point or two on the card so that you can 
now follow up with that person and have some tangible things that you can put in, weave into the conversation. To me, that was brilliant. That was the one of the best things that I have learned to incorporate into my follow-up is having those, those little pieces that makes me look like I listened to a conversation, which I was. Exactly. Now, that's awesome to hear. And then the next step when you get home is enter all the information, including the notes, in the CRM. So it's in their contact. And then when you call them the next time, you can reference what you guys talked about and say, I remember when we met, you mentioned blah, 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 you know, X, Y, Z. Right. So that's taking right. the, next, the next step. So great. That's great to hear. It make, it's a game changer because there's no way you it, can remember all the conversations you had with people you know, when you're at these events because you're meeting so many people. So you've got to write it down. Yeah. Sure. Okay, we're off to a short break, and I'll be back with my weekly feng shui tip, and we've got a gift from Debbie. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it? When you were born with a unique birth map, for your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. Debbie, the time just flew by today. And uh, before I let you go, though, I'd like to have you tell our listeners how they can access your wonderful gift. So if you can tell us a little bit about it and how they can get it. I would love to. I have a free guide called Four Action Steps to Increase Sales Fast Without Feeling Salesy. And in this guide, you'll get four tips that you can implement right away to grow your business. And every week on Follow-Up Friday, you'll get a very short video tip. And it will help keep, you know, follow up top of mind and give you something that you can implement that week. So to get the free guide, go to www.powerupyourfollowup.com forward slash free 
guide, G-U-I-D-E. So powerupyourfollowup.com forward slash free guide. Wonderful. Well, thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your time. And um, we'll, I really appreciate you uh, um, helping us out with our follow-up today. Well, wonderful being here. Thanks for having me, Kathleen. Absolutely. Now it's time for my feng shui astrology and timing tip. And today I want to talk about short-term and long-term strategies using person, space, and time. So when I'm consulting with my clients, I always address the business astrology, business feng shui, and the timing. I'm going to focus mostly on the feng shui today. But with these three facets, I look at the five elements on and each and every um, phase of it. So the five elements are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. And the five elements, they tell a story on whether someone's having an easy time or a challenging time in their life. And I'm a bit of a detective to find out what strategies to use to boost their levels no matter where they're at. So the first step, as I said, is the person. So, you know, you know it, it helps um, a person to be very clear about, you know, where they're at. So if they're having challenges, going through breakthroughs, which can not be as comfortable sometimes, or if they're going on a cycle that's growing and expanding. So even though the business astrology chart is revealing most of this, a person also really needs to know on a cellular level where their starting point is. You know, that saying is awareness is the first step. So from there, I can help them build a business strategy around that. So in addition to the astrology chart, if someone's going to go after a short-term goal, we bring in the annual feng shui for quick and measurable results. So in 2017, I recommend using these following sectors, these locations within your floor plan, business or personal, the southeast, the north, and the northwest. Now, these can bring about positive change. Um, conversely, the south has the most challenging energy, so you really want to avoid that so you are not creating your own problems. So here, here's a feng shui secret. If you want to quickly improve your life in 2017, simple as use the southeast, north, and northwest. Avoid the challenging south. Use the good avoid the bad. Now, when I say this, I mean you put your office in one of those positive sectors. Move your bed if it's your personal space and spend time in those areas, like a good amount of your day in one of those positive areas. And then when you're using these locations in your floor plan, you're going to see flow with positive energies coming to you this year. And if you'd like to receive my free annual feng shui dial to superimpose over any floor plan that you have, go to bit.ly forward slash compass dial. That's lowercase bit.ly forward slash compass dial. Now, hopefully you're also working on your long-term goals at the same time. So to do this, in classical feng shui, we have so many layers. There's coded formulas, and, and I don't want you to get caught up in all of that. You're going to need a qualified feng shui person to do um, the, the formula part, but it's the form that I want to talk about today. And what I mean by that, you know, we, we want to have our spaces uncluttered. We want to avoid obstacles like sharp corners, like, you know, look in front of you or above you. Do you have anything like uh, like a, a heavy beam over your head or is there a sharp corner like a corner of a wall, an angle of a, a wall pointing, you know, into your desk where you're sitting? So, you know, that, those things, you just want to move away from those. So there is also a misconception that feng shui happens on the inside of the space. When somebody calls me to feng shui their space, 
the first thing I look at is what's happening on the outside because the outside is what nourishes the internal space. And then how do we bring that energy to the front door? The quality of your land outside is also very important for the relationships and health. We want it nice and lush and green, not rocky and, you know, disheveled, if you will. And the quality of water, now that's going to be your financial side of feng shui. But let's take this long-term feng shui concept and bring it down to a level that you can actually use to make changes in your life. So, so what I'm talking about, that one of the quickest and easiest ways is to look at something that we call in the feng shui world as the embrace. Now, the embrace, I want you to imagine an armchair. There's a nice strong back that's supporting you, and then you have two arms um, that you can rest your your arms on, right? The armrest, and this is the same for your um, your your space as well, your building. So you want to have a nice strong back. Um, and this can be created either naturally, hopefully that's going to be the strongest when it comes from nature. But if it's not there. What do you do? You plant some trees or you, you construct a, a nice strong wall and then have that come around on either side of your property to create this nice embrace for you. So ideally, this is what we really would like to see. So once you create this embrace, I promise you, your life and your work is going to improve. So then the next level, obviously, is incorporating that annual feng shui. So then, you know, using those positive directions, having that long-term and short-term goals working at in unison with each other, if you will. Now, the final piece is taking action. Now, I really want you to listen to this part because there is a mistake that people think that, oh, I've used feng shui and we're just going to have things automatically happen for us. Well, in some respects, that's going to be true. If you properly use feng shui and activate the energy of your space, I pretty much can guarantee that opportunities are sure to arise. When they arrive, what are you going to do with them? Just like we were talking about earlier about the follow-up. You, you have this wonderful contact in front of you, but if you don't do anything once the contact is standing right in front of you saying, yes, I want to hear from you, it's the same with feng shui. The opportunities are going to arise, and if you don't take action for them, it's a missed opportunity and for you not to actually um, benefit from all of the great feng shui that you have tried to incorporate in your life. So if you would like to stay connected with all of my upcoming events and happenings, please visit my website at www.5elementsgroup.com. That's numeral 5elementsgroup.com. Thanks for spending time with me here today. I really do appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you next time on Illuminating Feng Shui. And until next week, may good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 